The KCLR Daily, on air, online and on smart speaker. Now, yesterday, the sad news was announced of the passing of Jonathan Irwin, founder of the Jack and Jill Foundation, who do so, so much incredible work for children. And very shortly, we'll be speaking to Carmel Doyle, the CEO of the foundation, to talk about the the impact of his work and the impact of his passing. But first, you might recall back in July 2022, Jonathan spoke to our Sue Nunn about the work of the foundation. And in fact, as I understand this was the only interview he ever gave. Oh, I have to say I'm proud of it. We've looked after 4,000, nearly 4,000 babies. And if you think when disaster struck our little Jack at 22 months, there were no services whatsoever in the country. And now, wherever you are in the 26 counties, if you've got a baby with the same terrible disasters natural as Jack had you can ring us and we're there with a nurse for your baby Jonathan Irwin the founder of the Jack and Jill Foundation speaking to Sunan on KCLR just last year sadly passed away this weekend we're joined now by the CEO of Jack and Jill Carmel Doyle Carmel thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us this morning I know that you must be up to it today emotions all over the place and can I just uh, extend on behalf of myself and all of us here at KCLR sincere condolences to all of you you must be absolutely devastated from what I understand he was an unbelievably wonderful man yes and it's very hard to summarize what what jonathan meant to us uh, carol but i have to say now kilkenny carlo radio he was on quite a few times but soon was the first interview he ever did from a jack and jill perspective and he always always had time for kclr and i want to pay tribute and to say that on behalf of jonathan he always knew that local radio rocks and with Jack and Jill, it's all about the local children uh, that we help. Um, you know, Jonathan uh, would would always say that about local radio on Sunon. And I just want to say thank you, Carol and Ashling and everybody. We lost a legend yesterday. Uh, Jonathan set up Jack and Jill in 1997 with his wife, Marianne O'Brien. And the family live in Thomastown there in County Kilkenny. Um, he was a social entrepreneur, a businessman, a marketeer. Um, a promoter, um, but most importantly, he was an advocate um, for children with um, highly complex medical conditions like his little baby, Jack. And that's when they set up the organization back in 1997 in memory of Jack to give something very practical uh, to carers in the home. And I have to say, Carol, the number of tributes we've had, we've had to set up a tribute box here in Jack and Jill. Um, the number of families and nurses and supporters who are just, there's been an outpouring because he was much loved. He was much loved and he made a huge, huge difference. I, I was going to ask you there, Carmel, because obviously he was an incredible man and uh, along with his wife, I mean, uh, just the, the work that they that they did and the difference, the impact that they made on not only children's lives, but, but the families as well. But as, a, as an individual, as a man himself, what kind of a man was he? He was a people person. Jonathan was a fantastic man to bring into a meeting with anybody. You know, he knew how to read a room. Uh, he knew how to tell a story. He knew how to touch people's hearts, their minds, and how to get people donating for a good cause. He knew the power 
of caring at home and what it meant to him. And uh, he was absolutely inspiring the way he, I, I never, ever remember Jonathan turning down an interview, Carol, you know, or saying I can't meet that company. Um, he knew the power of community and he knew that we relied upon uh, the public to keep Jack and Jill going. So um, he was always prepared for a meeting. Uh, he always knew people's names. He, he he didn't believe in email. Uh, you know, he would pick up the phone to people. Um, nothing was ever a problem to Jonathan. He used to say to me, look, the answer is yes. Now, what's the question? Mm-hmm. What do we have to do to persuade Circle K or Bank of Ireland to get behind Jack and Jill, Ryanair? They still do the scratch cards. He moved people into action through his story. And he moved our staff here into energy because, you know, Jonathan hadn't just lost one child in, in Jack. He had lost three sons in the course of about six years. And I do remember Carol saying to him, you know, because it took my breath away, um, oh, how do you keep going with all the grief that is on your shoulders? And I remember him saying, look, what else can I do? I want to be able to use what I've gone through uh, to the good. And there's no point in sitting around and dwelling. And this is what you know, when he wrote his book, um, he dedicated it to John, to Jack and to Sam, the three sons that he'd lost throughout his life. And I think his grief is what propelled yeah. uh, Jonathan forward to make a difference for others. And he had a fantastic sense of humour as well. I mean, uh, the, the the laughs we had in here, the staff miss him so much. And we were so privileged. We were actually with him in Kilkenny about six weeks ago uh, for our strategy day. And he came in and he was in fine form and we gave him a standing ovation and he never lost touch with Jack and Jill. I was actually due to meet him uh, with Deirdre and Edel and Sinead here on Thursday this week for lunch. Um, we thought Jonathan would go for go on forever. He was 82 and the man had no limit to his energy for caring. You know, you know? That, that, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you, Carmel, because, you know, at 82 and often you find that, you know, when you get to a certain age and, and people who are heads of, of organisations like the Jack and Jill or charity or any business really that they tend to take a, a step backwards and, you know, allow other people to do all the work. But it sounds to me that he was very much involved up until the end in this foundation, that it was, it was I mean, to, to say it was close to his heart is, is probably the understatement of the year. Yeah, he lived for it. He, yeah. I'd ring him and say, look, Jonathan, we have this event going on or we have this big pitch for this new account that's going to help Jack and Jill and raise money. And he'd say, the answer is yes, I have a blank diary. You don't have to ask me. Because I'd feel bad about asking him in his retirement. But as he said, I'm never going to play golf or garden. You know, on my business. He, he used his voice for good. The man had a brain and a voice and a heart bigger than many people. And he used it. Um, for the good of the children that we look after. And he was so proud of the fact that, you know, a home nursing care model that he set up with Marianne O'Brien back in 1997 had gone on to help 3,000 people. This man, with his creativity and marketing ability, had raised over $65 million in that time. Um, we get 25% state, fu- state funding from the HSE. And the reason we keep going is we were all trained and... Uh, inspired by Jonathan so like he would have been recycling mobile phones for care recycling crutches gold uh, most lately we recycle uh, Lego so he, he was a man ahead of his time and he always would say to me look 
you know, if we can get a school on board, we have to know that this school has to get something out of it too. So if we are recycling mobile phones, let's make sure and put some equipment into the school as well. So he was very giving and he loved the whole collaborative model whereby there has to be something in it for uh, the school if we're teaming up with a school or another partner. And we did lots of partnerships with other charities as well. He was a hugely generous man and highly creative. Uh, like now, some of the ideas he would come up with, Carol, at times um, didn't work, I have to say, but his imagination was there. But he absolutely nailed it when it came to the recycling of mobile phones mm-hmm. and Lego. And we have all those charity shops around the country because he inspired uh, Deirdre Walsh to set them up. We're, you know, we're going to have, we have 16 charity shops all around the country. We've one there in Kilkenny. Uh, you know, um, it's because Jonathan believes let's get into the community, let's show people how many children we have locally and let's inspire people to join the Jack and Jill family and uh, to donate and to help keep our service going. And, and can I ask you, Carmel, to that end, because obviously now we're at a time of year where, well, hopefully anyway, our thoughts turn to those who, who need our help, you know, more than more than most. And there are so many worthy organisations. Is it is it difficult for the Jack and Jill Foundation to still secure the support? You know, how challenging um, is it for you? It, it's always challenging. But I, I'll tell you something, Carol. I asked Jonathan, did he ever worry about the money side? Because yeah. as a CEO, I do sometimes. And he said, no. I never lost a night's sleep because I knew once we could tell our story and we could let people know about the families in their community who are touched and helped by Jack and Jill nurses, we're going to appeal to people. So he, he, he had an absolute confidence in that. Is it difficult these days? Yes, it is, because, you know, money is tighter than ever. There are all sorts of international appeals. But as I said at the start of the interview, you know, Jonathan believed in the power of local, the power of local radio. And our ask was to support local, care local, donate local, shop local and just mind um, the the children that we look after in Kilkenny and Carlow. And at the moment, um, as I said, we look after 12 children in Kilkenny today and um you know, uh, we look after eight uh, in uh, in County Carlow, but we've looked after about 200 in your jurisdiction since 1997. And I just want to give a big shout out to all the families and nurses who'd met Jonathan because he was always on the road meeting families. Like he came to our family fun day there um, over the summer and he would just sit himself down in the corner of the garden and just be there to salute families, to talk to them. So... I think it is challenging, but I think because we have a pioneer like Jonathan Irwin that founded Jack and Jill, if we tell Jonathan's story, people are going to donate and that's part of our job. And that's why we're sad today, but we have a big job to do for Jonathan and to keep Jack and Jill going. And that's what we're all going to do. If anybody would like to donate and or to find out more about the fabulous work that the Jack and Jill Foundation does, it's all on your website, jackandjill.ie. Carmel Doyle, CEO of Jack and Jill, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us this morning. And once again, uh, we extend our sincere condolences to to you, to Jonathan's family and to everybody involved in Jack and Jill on the the very, very sad passing and our thoughts are certainly with you. And thank you for very much for taking the time to talk. Thank you, Carol. 
The KCL or Daily, on air, online and on smart speaker. With thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets and a state-of-the-art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie.